<laughs> Let me tell you everything not to do is not a 14 page funnel because they're going to get lost in the funnel. And you want to know how many people went through that 14-step funnel? My mother. And that was one. And she didn't even buy from me. Okay? (laughs) So my mom didn't buy from me. That was not the right funnel. Welcome to the Connect Her podcast for female entrepreneurs that are ready to level up personally and professionally. Here at Connector, we believe you are always one connection away from your next life-changing opportunity. So buckle on up and join us as we connect you with the most sought-after experts who will be sharing their exact strategies and experiences that helped them reach success. We're your hosts, Sam Conaway and Rachel Haig. We are the brains behind Connector, which is not your typical boring pitch fest networking community. And we have transformed the lives of over 10,000 women through events, mentorship, and of course, connections. Let's dive in. Can I get a boo? Yeah. What is up, connectors? It is the holiday season. So this episode is going to be all about launching. Whether you are diving into Black Friday sales, Cyber Monday sales, holiday sales, a New Year's launch, or maybe this is even later in the year and you're thinking about a Labor Day sale, or you just want to launch your big idea any day of the year, any day of the month, This is going to be a launch cycle that you can use. Now, this is a launch cycle that has spiked revenue for our business. This has spiked revenue for many different women that we teach as well. If you're really ready to generate a ton of revenue in your business for whatever reason, this is something that you can implement into your marketing right away to make that happen. Yeah. So whether it is an event you're launching, a podcast you're launching, a membership you're launching, a course, maybe a tight ticket, low ticket, we have launched every single one of these types of offers using this exact strategy. And the coolest part is we have taught hundreds of women in every possible industry, beauty, real estate, coaching, photographers, all different industries on how to use this strategy to generate hundreds of thousands of dollars within their personal business as well. So we are going to break down exactly step-by-step how to do it and how to get the end result. And make sure you stay till the end because we are going to give you something super cool at the very end of this, okay? Awesome. All right, ladies. So grab your notebooks or take those mental notes because we are going to dive in. So first and foremost, I want to talk about how to run an active launch cycle for your business. Now, this entire podcast episode, we're going to be breaking this down into five easy steps. However, I want to really differentiate what is an active launch versus a passive launch for you first. So we do both within Connector, and we've seen both to be very successful. Passive launches are something that is automated. This is something that is continuously bringing you in revenue, whether you are getting your hair done, you're working on your business, or you're on vacation with your family. An active launch is something that does take a little bit more hands-on, whether that's from you or somebody on your team. Now, the real magic happens when you combine the two. So we really believe that it's important to have passive income. It's also important to understand what it takes to do an active launch because then you're able to delegate it down the road. You're able to build systems down the road and turn this active launch to be passive later. So we'll talk about passive launches later. Right now we're talking about active launch and increase the revenue in your business right now. 
Yeah. So a lot of the times we want to jump right into a passive launch. We want automated business. We want to kick our feet up. We want to have a freedom of time and freedom of finances and all of this types of freedom. But before people even can get to that point, we have to understand how to actively launch. So we're going to help you through five steps to creating a successful launch cycle for your business. Now, once you have mastered each of these different steps, that's when you can begin the automation process because you have a proven system that actually works. And if you don't have a proven model and you don't have a proven system, then how do you expect to passively do it and kick your feet up and go on vacation and get your nails done and, and get a massage and make money if you don't have a system that has been proven to work, right? So here is the exact roadmap that you are going to need in order to have a successful launch for your business. Starting with step one, picking your irresistible offer. So I want to break it down really quick because some of you guys might know my personal story of the business that I had prior to Connector. I had a social media marketing business. And one of the craziest things was that I had to turn down more clients than I hired on. We had really high caliber influencers and performers and celebrities coming to us. And we were turning people down. And the reason why we were turning them down was they were coming to us without a successful strategy or without a successful understanding of their offer, successful understanding of how to market. So what we see is a lot of business owners will immediately want to hire a marketing agency right away. Hire a marketing agency to take care of the lead gen, take care of all the things, but then they don't come to this marketing agency with a good understanding of how to describe their offer to their ideal client, how to position this offer, and how to do a launch. So if you are somebody in your business and you're like, I just want to hire a marketing agency right away to delegate all my social media to, I don't want to post, I'm going to have them post for me, or maybe you've already delegated to a marketing agency and you're not seeing those results. This is going to be the podcast for you because we highly recommend from somebody that has owned a marketing agency, when you learn how to actively launch to your clients, when you learn how to make the launch that's super successful and speak to your client avatar's language and gain their attention, then it's going to be 10 times easier for your team or the people that you do hire in marketing to help you just 10x that. But having the understanding as the business owner, there is nobody that's going to know your clients better than you. Having that understanding and that foundation is really going to set the tone for being able to scale quickly. So if you are somebody where you're like, passive is the way I want to go, we definitely recommend learning this active launch first. And then you'll easily be able to transition that into passive, something that's generating revenue for you all the time, something that you can delegate. So step one is going to be pick your irresistible offer. I know you have probably worked up and created thousands of different things that you can provide for your audience. You probably have an ebook, you probably have a course, or you probably have multiple different packages. Now, what we want to do is pick just one. And we want to go full force into making this one offer absolutely irresistible. We want to make it where our client avatar cannot say no. And so how do we do this? Well, first step is pick one offer, one problem, one result, one client avatar, and one social media platform. Sometimes as business owners, we see women want to step onto every single platform, post on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and TikTok and Twitter, and it can be really overwhelming. All you need to do is simplify and really nurture your audience in one place. And then know who is that one person that you're speaking to. 
Again, we can try to serve the whole world, but if we're trying to speak to everybody, we're not actually speaking to anybody. So taking a moment to hone in on your one client avatar, who is that person that you want to speak to? What are their exact problems? How do they verbalize their exact problems so you can serve that one person and then hit them with serving them with that one problem, serving them with one result of a clear picture of A to B of how you're going to help them and then hit them with that one offer. Awesome. Okay. So let's talk about the next step because once you have that offer really clarified, you have your market clarified, you know who you're serving, you know what results you're providing. Next is the fun part because this is where we get to talk about our goals. And maybe this also is the scary part because now we got to look at our numbers. We got to look at our bank account. We got to look at where it is that we're headed. And sometimes when we're talking about money, there's this tensed up feeling. However, I want to change the narrative of money. When we look at it, I want to look at it from a place of immense amount of joy, gratitude, excitement, and hope that we're going to reach these goals. So I want you to set really big goals for yourself that get you excited. And I want you to set goals for yourself that are also doable. It feels very doable. You feel very confident about it. And the reason why is because we want to build momentum. So before we have $100,000 month after month after month, maybe it's really good to start with $10,000 if you've never made your first $10,000. And if you haven't made your first $10,000, maybe you just want to start with your first $3,000 or your first $2,000. Because once you get that momentum rolling, that's when it's going to continue to go up and up and up from there. But if we just start with 100,000, sometimes it feels like we're missing the mark every single time. And it's because we haven't set small incremental goals in between. So that's the first phase of knowing your metrics inside of step two. The next phase in step two is knowing your why. Why is that goal even important to you? What is the emotional state that you want to feel when you reach that goal? So if you want to make your first 5,000 or 10,000 or 20,000 or 30 or 100,000, if you want to make that, why is, why is that your number? What is that goal going to provide for you? What is that going to look like? What is your life going to look like? What is the feeling? What is the emotions behind it? Really tie yourself to that why. Because when you have a, a deep why, that's what's going to give you the motivation when the hard times come. And then the last piece is you want to know the actual numbers. So metrics are going to be your roadmap. And this is how we create a very simplified roadmap and what I recommend every single one of you guys doing. And that's starting with the end in mind. So let's say your goal is to reach your first $10,000 launch or $5,000 launch. Then you need to calculate the number of sales that you need to reach that target. So if you want to make $10,000 and you have a program that's $5,000, you need two sales or you need X amount of sales with X amount of payment plans. So you need to calculate the number starting from the end in mind. And if you need to have two high ticket sales at 5K, then how many sales calls do you need to go on? Is that 10? Is that five? Is that three? And Finally, you need to calculate how many conversations you need to be having, how many conversations, how many posts do you need to go out, how much interest can you get to actually start those conversations of them booking a sales call with you if that's your route. So you want to really break down how many conversations you're having per week, how many sales calls you need per week, how many sales you need each week in order to reach that first $10,000 for yourself 
or first 5,000 or 20,000, whatever that number looks like. So know your goal metrics, get excited about money, get excited about your why, make it big enough, but also doable. And that's what uh, step two is. Now, Rachel's going to take you through step three. Awesome. Okay. So first you picked your irresistible offer. You know exactly what is the one offer, one problem, one result, one client avatar, one social media platform that you're going to be doing this launch on. You now have your metrics in mind. So you know how much revenue you want to generate, how many sales need to happen to generate it. You've probably even taken those metrics even deeper to now know how many people you need to conversate with to hit that revenue goal. Now it's time to set a launch timeline. Now we talked about the difference between an active launch and a passive launch in the beginning. A passive launch is something that is consistently always going on. An active launch is something that we are opening the doors and we are closing the doors. It is a sales process that is going to double your sales revenue. However, during this time when you are opening and closing, it is going to be intensive. It is going to be time bound. You are going to need to be all hands on deck, ready to sell, ready to market, ready to conversate, ready to understand and serve. And so you want to pick a timeline that you can go full force into focusing on your business. You can dedicate X amount of time each day to focusing on this launch and making it happen. And then you also want it to be a clear timeline for your audience to see when this is going to start. They see your post, they get excited about it. And when the doors are going to close, when is that anticipation going to hit where they're like, oh my gosh, I need to make a decision before this date. So when it comes to having an open and closed launch, we recommend about seven to 14 days being that window that you're running this launch. However, we have used this over a long period of time, a couple months to launch an event. We've also used this in a three-day period to do something like a Black Friday or something like a Labor Day sale that is a little bit last minute and really more intensive. But we do recommend picking around seven to 14 days to really create a full experience around this launch. And then during this time, you're going to be actively promoting your offer, engaging with your audience, creating excitement around your product or service. It's very time-bound. It's very intensive, but it is going to drive these sales. Perfect. Okay. So again, we just talked about step one, you need to have your irresistible offer, one offer. Step two, having those metrics, having your numbers. Step three, having your timeline. And now step four is finalizing your funnel. Okay, let me tell you how it all began because I got real excited when I first started learning about funnels. And I'll tell you what, my first funnel was 14 steps long. 14 steps, clicks, upsell, downsell, right Talk about front. a red flag. <laughs> let me tell you everything not to do. It's not a 14-page funnel. I got really excited. I thought that I was doing everything right. And when it comes to funnels, you want to make it streamlined, simple, and the least amount of clicks as possible. You don't need a hundred different steps. You don't want to send them to your website that sends them to a booking call link that sends them to a follow-up page that sends them to this, that sends them to that. No, you want to keep it literally as simple and humanized as possible because they're going to get lost in the funnel. And you want to know how many people went through that 14-step funnel? My mother. And that was one. And she didn't even buy from me. Okay? <laughs> so if my mom didn't buy from me, that was not the right funnel. However, I did learn along the way. So when building a solid funnel, it's really important to know, first, where are you marketing? 
Where are your people hanging out? Are you going to find them on Instagram? Are you going to find them on Facebook? Are you going to find them on TikTok? And, and knowing those types of platforms because you have to know where you're going to send them. Can you send them to a link in your bio? Can you send them to a link in the comments? Can you send them a link in the DMs? So first knowing that step. Next, what is that call to action or CTA? So where is it that you're sending them? If you are selling someone in a sales call, you want to get them straight into that sales call right away. So there's two options to do that. You could send them a booking link right away, or you can send them an application page right away. Either way, that's going to streamline the quickest way for them to show their interest, apply to work with you, or apply to hop on a call with you, and you start that sales call right away. You don't want to put them on a gigantic wait list. Wait lists are great, however, but you don't want to have them wait for weeks at a time. When they're showing interest in you, you want to run with that within, you know, the first day, within the first 24 hours. You want to be able to hop on a call with them as soon as they've had like an emotional connection with one of your marketing campaigns. And so a wait list is great. However, it's also going to be detrimental as well in a launch phase. Um, Next is you want to know how they're paying you. So after you have a sales call, how are, do you have a payment processor in place? Um, and you want to make it very efficient. How are you taking the, the payments? And that's a whole sales process in its own, but taking them on the phone call. You don't ever want them to, if you're on a sales call, you don't ever want to have them pay you after the sales call. You want to collect information right on the phone. So you don't need a whole sales process for collecting payments. You want to be able to do that again as soon as possible. When it comes to sales, when it comes to funnels, speed and time and timing is your biggest asset. And if you lose a sale, it's probably because there's too many steps or it didn't happen quick enough and efficiently enough. Next is the onboarding process of your funnel. So how are they going to be enrolled? Are they going to have a really six-star experience? And that starts with as soon as they're onboarded. A lot of the times we think that the sale is over as soon as somebody purchases. But that's when the sale just begun. And if you don't have a solid funnel step that's onboarding your client, whether that's sending them an email right away, whether that's getting registered right away, you want to have them feel really good as soon as they onboard with you. Or else... I think it's like 80 or 90% of people, whenever they buy something, especially that's somewhat high ticket, they have that feeling of buyer's remorse that's directly after. So if you can't give them a quick win as soon as they're onboarded, as soon as they purchase with you, and there's another waiting process that's going to be very detrimental. Okay, so when it comes to funnels, when it comes to enrolling clients, when it comes to any sort of sales process at all, the least amount of clicks is possible. You want to think about the customer on your end. If they see a post that you make and they resonate and they have an emotional connection with you, you want to run with that and, and, and move as quickly as possible. So there is no need for a 14-page funnel step journey because even my mother will not purchase from you. <laughs> AKA, make it simple. Okay, so once you've finalized your funnel, you have all these things in line, you know where they're paying you, you know where they're going to be going after, what this experience is going to look like. You have the call to action. Your marketing is out there, how they are paying you, where they're going after they're enrolled, and you know that that experience is going to be perfected. Now let's talk about how to actually get people into this launch funnel in general. How do we do this active launch? What is happening on the outside to bring our audience in and make them really feel like they're a part of this and lead them to the sale? Okay, we're going to break this content down into five different pillars. Anticipation, hook, launch, 
clothes cart, and FOMO. FOMO is one of the most important. Okay, so anticipation. Before you launch your offer, I know deep down inside, you have worked a really long time on creating this irresistible offer. You have probably worked really hard on everything that you've built, building your expertise, and you just want to throw it out there and tell everybody every single possible detail. You want to tell everybody how you're going to serve them, how you're going to help them, the success you're going to lead them to, what their experience is going to be like. But I need you to take a pause and take a deep breath because anticipation is the most important part. And people like to be teased. We did a podcast episode a long time ago about marketing is like dating. And that is exactly what this launch is all about. When you are dating somebody, if they just threw up their entire life story and entire information on you, it wouldn't feel really good. You wouldn't feel connected to them. You want to always learn more. That's why going on a couple dates and asking a couple questions and learning a little bit and not meeting their family on the first day is normally the relationships that last long term, right? Because you have that anticipation. You have that wonder. You feel a little bit teased of getting to know that person slowly over time. It helps your brain to understand it. That is the exact same thing we want to do with this launch. We want to slowly introduce your audience to what is happening, slowly bring them along this journey to wanting to learn more all the way up until the sale. So that starts with anticipation. In the beginning of your launch, before you even announce your sale, before you even announce what you're doing, you want to tease what is coming. You want to put some feelers out there. This can be showing the behind the scenes. This can be sharing some stories of you maybe working on your computer or why you got started in the first place or asking questions to your audience that lead to discussions about this offer. This is, you know, really connecting with your audience. This is showing up, maybe even doing a countdown to the day that you launch. You want to build anticipation, show them something's coming, but not necessarily announce what that something is yet. The second piece, after you've built some anticipation, we typically do anticipation for a couple days or a week. You then want to hit a hook. And the hook is where you're really grabbing their attention. This is where you're really bringing them in and you're also capturing their information. So when it comes to your funnels, this can be capturing their email, capturing their phone numbers. And what you're doing on the outside is providing value. You're doing maybe a freebie. You're putting a giveaway out there. You're launching a small piece of your offer, but not the full announcement yet. You're hooking your audience in. You've captured their email, their phone numbers. You've provided value through giving a freebie, or maybe they entered in a giveaway. They know something's coming. Now is the moment that you've been waiting for, where you actually get to do that big reveal of your irresistible offer. And you want to go big or go home, right? You want to make it dramatic. You want to make it exciting. You want to show them how hard you've been working on this and how big of a step it is for this offer to be out there, for this value to be out there. So you do your launch, and this typically is a couple days or maybe a week of your launch of making it exciting, having these people see what you've been working on. Then right after that launch, it's not over yet, right? We've gotten the people in. We've got our hottest leads in. Well, there's still going to be some people that are hanging out in the stands that haven't fully committed to your launch yet. And that is when we step into the close cart phase of our launch where we're really showing the audience, hey, the doors are going to close. And if you don't get in now, you're going to miss out. You're going to be too late. So you start to encourage your audience to take action. You put a timeline on it. You start to make that timeline more adamant and share, hey, doors are going to close over and over again, building that anticipation in the opposite way. 
and encourage your audience to make that purchase or hop on that sales call or join that giveaway. Inquire before it's too late. And then after that, to close out your launch is the FOMO. You make it a dramatic close. You then want to put some FOMO out there, put some more urgency out there to drive conversions that last day. And then once the doors are closed, show everybody what they missed out on because they're going to be looking forward to that next launch. So to summarize what these five pillars look like, you have your first couple days of anticipation, building up that anticipation, teasing your audience, getting them interested. You hit them with a hook where you're retrieving their information, you're providing value. You then launch this big offer that you've been working so hard on. You then close the cart. So you set that timeline to show them, hey, I need to buy now. And then you provide FOMO, some urgency, and you share FOMO after the doors are closed to set you up for success for your next launch. Oh, sheesh, I hope you wrote that all down because that is all super valuable information, especially that last part, that FOMO, sharing those testimonials, because I'm sure a lot of you guys are bringing in people that are having results instantly. Start talking about that because anyone who didn't pull the trigger is sitting on the edge of the seat and they're going to be waiting for the next time that you launch. And so now what you're actually doing is you're warming up a ton of potential prospects or leads in your social media, whether that's Instagram and Facebook, now you're warming them up for your next launch. So maybe you entered this launch with a hundred people that were warm, that were interested. Now you can actually enter your, your next launch with 200 people or 300 people or a thousand people that are starting to be warmed up. And that's by consistently creating that FOMO up until the time that you start your next launch and start the next phase of anticipation. So we went over a lot of information today, starting with uh, you're picking your irresistible offer, you're solving one problem, you have one avatar, you're selling on one platform. And then number two, knowing your metrics. Is this goal big enough to get me excited? And is it small enough to also feel doable? And you're calculating those numbers. You're watching your money every single day and you're watching the conversations. You're tracking everything because what you measure is what is going to grow. Next is your active launch timeline. So you're going to be able to double your sales if you open and close that cart. If you do open and close launches because it creates such a sense of urgency for people to buy. Fourth, you need to finalize your funnel. And by funnels, I mean super simple, keep that path as streamlined as possible, and people are going to want to work with you if you're very effective and efficient with their time. And then fifth, what Rachel just talked about was the five pillars of content, how to get people to buy and what to actually put out there. So that is your hook, your anticipation, your launch, closing the cart, and FOMO. Sheesh, if you don't have that all written down, don't worry because we got you. <laughs> if you want to learn more about an active launch formula and you want the checklist, the full checklist of each of these steps in the show notes, we have provided you a freebie on how to download and, and guide you through a proper active launch. So if your memory cannot handle 500 things at once like us, then this checklist is going to be perfect for you. And just a reminder, an active launch, as much information as we put out there, it really is about keeping it simple, showing up every single day, staying accountable, find yourself an accountability partner or community like ours, like the inner circle that's actually going to hold you to these standards, and then prioritize money-making tasks every day. 
And you know what? You could have the perfect funnel. You could have the perfect sales script. You could have the perfect offer. But if your mindset is not at the place where you feel 100% certain and you feel 100% that you believe in what you're offering, it will blow the sale every single time because you could have the greatest sales script of your life. Put it out there. But if you don't believe in you, then that is what's going to hold you back. So remember, the person who is the most certain is going to win the sale. So before you ever hop on to making content or doing a sales script or anything to do with this active launch, go in the mirror, tell yourself, I freaking deserve to make this happen. I am confident. I am strong. I am powerful. Tell yourself whatever you need to. Put on that alter ego. Put on your blazer. Put on your favorite underwear. Whatever you got to do to make the sale and feel the most confident in your in your body. Do what must be done. Uh, we're here for you. We're in your corner. And make sure you download that checklist so you have everything you need. All right, ladies, you know the deal. Go ahead and download that PDF and promise us this, that you are going to take action on one piece of this active launch today. We want to see you win. We want to see you drive revenue into your business. So pick one thing that you're going to dive into and go through that checklist each step-by-step to take action on an active launch. And hey, if you like this episode, go ahead, share it with a friend, leave us a review. Let us know what strategy-based episodes you want to hear more of because we want to bring you guys as much value as possible. We love y'all and happy holidays. Thanks for tuning in to the Connect Her podcast. We are your hosts, Sam and Rach. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to show your support, make sure to connect your friends with your favorite episode, leave a review, and download that favorite episode for later. And remember, you're always one connection away. We'll catch you in the next episode.